This is More Than Construction, a journey group podcast about building community. Welcome back to More Than Construction. I'm Nathan Walter, and I have been looking forward to this episode for a long time. It's, it's going to be a little different. In the past, our episodes have focused on journey group and journey's internal operations. So the people and teams that enable us to provide more than construction to our people, our partners, and our community. But today, we're joined by two guests from one of our longtime partners, Pender Properties. And they're here to discuss our collaboration on the massive Chirapa Place development in downtown Sioux Falls, as well as what it's like to be owner developers in this community. We'll talk about the importance of partnering with someone who shares your vision, as well as what that vision is and how it works itself out through projects like Chirapa Place and more. I hope you can see why I'm excited about this episode. Uh, but before we move any further, I want to introduce our guests. Today, we have joining us from Pender Properties, Jeff Scherschlick and Ann Haber. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks Glad so to be here. much. And they aren't our only guests. We also have Eric Bender, Director of Field Operations, and Joe Niewanner, the Senior Project Manager on the Chirapa Development Project. Welcome to you guys as well. Yeah, thanks, thanks Glad to be here. So... Jeff, you moved from a life in insurance <laughs> to owner developing. What caused that move and why does owner developing bring you such joy now? Well, my development desire really came from a multiplicity of things. Number one, serve the community. And really, I, I got started because I just had always had this desire of building a downtown event center on the old zip feed site. I went to school in New York City, downtown Manhattan, and I used to wander around as a college kid. And I really was so impressed by the buildings and, you know, the long-term nature of some of those buildings, hundreds of years old. Yeah. And so I had a desire to be in the development business, but really it was prompted by the, the, the zip feed land, uh, the city's desire to put an event center there potentially, and my desire to serve the community that I, I'd lived in all my life. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And we're going to talk about that more. And Anne, you get to work on the ground floor of managing and owning these properties. Tell us about what you do and how you got to that position. Sure. So um, I've just kind of been riding his coattails. Right? <laughs> uh, I was at the insurance business as well, yeah. which was also, it's very exciting. Yeah. And then we kind of transitioned into owning uh, the carpenter building. Yeah. So he's like, here, why don't you figure this out? Yeah. And so we went in and kind of renovated it and, and owned it. And, and it was it was a wonderful project. And then along came Rail Yard Flats. And obviously this was after the Sharapa project. So I forgot that I did work on the Sharapa yeah. project with you too. Um, but that was also at the same time when we were in the insurance game. So we were kind of doing it on the side. Yeah. And it was really fun. Then Carpenter, then Rail Yard. And then this, this just seems very natural because we've been staring at this land for a really long time, knowing that hopefully someday it would happen. Yeah. It happened really quickly. It all kind of came together so yeah, quickly really during did. that COVID that I think it just shocked everybody, which <laughs> probably was a good thing because we didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it. We're like, all right, I guess we're doing it. It yeah. just kind of rolled into this and we're like, all right, now we're building four new buildings. It's yeah. great. Yeah. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. 
And Eric, you're the director of field operations and, and stationed at the Chirapa site. So you get to watch these four buildings appear out of nowhere, just out your window. Uh, tell us what that's like. Um, well, I tell you what, it's a lot of fun to be able to work with an owner that has that vision, but also that you can enjoy working beside. Yeah. Bender Properties, Jeff and Ann, they make it fun. Yeah. And uh, just seeing it going up and being a part of downtown doing that has just been a lot of fun. There's a lot of challenges, a lot of different um, things that you deal with working downtown that you wouldn't necessarily deal with if you're working out on some bare ground outside on the suburbs, yeah, Sioux Falls, for sure. or on other parcels of land. But when you're building four buildings within <laughs> about a city block, yeah. there's going to be challenges, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, what's great is that when these challenges come up, you, you plan the best you can, but being able to work through them and having an owner that's being able to jump and kind of uh, adjust on the fly, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. And Joe, you are the senior project manager. So again, you also have boots on the ground with this project. Tell us what that's like. Yeah, it's definitely been challenging. Um, from when we started when it was a napkin sketch, <laughs> I don't know, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, to really where it is now. It's pretty amazing that we've gotten this far. And again, I think I'd echo what Eric said. Just I think the relationship that we have with Jeff and Ann and the design team yeah. has really made this project, even though it's stressful, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something that I think all of our team members are very proud of yeah. um, when they go to work every day because they know they're making a difference, not just, you know, building a project, but making a difference in the community and creating something that's going to be kind of a landmark project for downtown and Sioux Falls. Absolutely. Exactly. And you talk about, you know, famous cities around the world, whether it be Athens or Rome and New York, uh, you know, Paris, it, it, it has a lot to do with the architecture and the history yeah. that is created. And so that's what's so exciting is to be able to do that in your own community. Yeah. And, you know, we look at, you know, local folks designing it, local folks developing it, local folks building it. You know, we really like to see that we don't need to do it from out-of-towners but we can do it locally and we can do it first class. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a perfect segue into my next question, which was why does the Sioux Falls community need Tarapa two through five? <laughs> need. What one. pressed that on you guys that this is, this is, we want to meet a need here sure. and, and build these, these four extra buildings. You have to remember this is on the rail switch yard that had been moved out of downtown Sioux Falls. As part of that, the city acquired that land. They then ran some very extensive public meetings with people to ask them, what do you want in your downtown community? At the same time, you mix that then with the whole concept of walkability that's big from an environmental standpoint today, the idea of, of building more density, yeah. you know, and yeah. I would say that my vision wouldn't have been that great to think that we're going to build four more buildings on this site, but that really came from the city's vision yeah. and citizens' vision that was captured by the city of Sioux Falls and direct it but again we are really servants of our community and now you got to also remember though is it's not build it and they will come we needed <laughs> yeah. to go secure some very large commercial tenants hmm. to get this thing off the ground and then knowing the tremendous growth of sioux falls in the community you could put up apartments and feel pretty confident that you can fill that so it's a combination of all those factors in a dynamically growing city yeah. in a city that plans and looks forward and again i guess what we are are the conduits to go make it happen yeah. that's really what we do yeah so 
Why did you guys choose to partner with Journey Group on this project? And obviously we have a history, so even past projects, but why did you guys choose to partner with Journey? Well, first of all, because we'd worked with them before and we knew of their quality. Okay. So again, it's not all about price. It's about value. Mm. And really that's the most mm. important thing. So they understand we are in a very difficult time of cost as well as supply chain. Yeah. So you really need to work with a very professional organization. And that's what Journey brings mm. to us. The professionalism, the local aspect of it, Coming out of the insurance business, safety was a real major concern to me. And Journey has always had a very big focus on safety as yeah, well. Yeah. So you start to combine all that. And again, when you're talking about building four buildings mm-hmm. at once, there's not too many companies no. that have that capability to yeah. balance <laughs> and manage all that at one time. So yeah, it's yeah. really been the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had that in our other experiences with Railyard, Sharapa, yeah. but obviously this one just a little bigger <laughs> <laughs> for sure absolutely and you're in a densely populated yeah. dense site downtown i yeah. mean there's just so many challenges and on top of quartzite let's not forget yeah. about the blast oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep. that's what took a long time yeah. people forget oh absolutely that was a really big piece that was a big stage yeah. of the process was just blowing yeah. up the un- what quartz. happens underground is equally as important yeah. definitely yeah. we went from the big boom to a whole bunch of little booms but boy <laughs> they added up yeah, yeah that is for sure <laughs> so what's the most rewarding part about developing in your own community i think that in Sioux Falls, there is an opportunity to make a difference yeah. because we are at this point in our city where people want what other big cities have and what other growing communities have. We just don't have it yet. But how exciting is it that we have the ability that we can actually make that happen? We have the vision. We have the ability. We have the team. We have so much going on for us that, oh, okay, Sioux Falls can have this. Yeah. We are growing up. Yeah. People really do want that. So to be able to be the one to bring that and to be part of the team that brings that, I think is the biggest reward. You know, the quality that the Journey folks are bringing to the project, uh, what we're committed to, also attracted the Bank Corps. And if you've just not read recently, the Bank Corps has moved their national charter, bank charter, to the state of South Dakota. Wow. Means multi-million dollars worth of tax dollars to the state. But yeah. more importantly, we're going to have people coming in from Chime, PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, these big corporate leaders. And I can't wait till they come to this development, they go into this this dynamic bank course space yeah. and they go, wow, yeah. where mm-hmm. am I? Where <laughs> I thought I was going to that stagecoach stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here I am mm-hmm. in one of the most modern dynamic developments in all of the Midwest. Absolutely. That's what I can't wait to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Exceeding those expectations mm-hmm. and really just surprising people about what the Sioux Falls community can offer. You know, one thing, I, I'd never really met Jeff until we started this shop of development, but I've never told him this, but it was probably five years ago, I was in Leadership Sioux Falls, and you came in and you spoke to our class. And at that time, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, just getting involved in the community and, and to have Jeff come in and talk about his passion for this community. It just really shines through. And you know, developers do projects for a lot of different reasons, but you can definitely tell that Jeff is doing this one for the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. He certainly doesn't need to do it, but it's that passion for the community. And that 
I think that inspires all of us to do our job and yeah. to, to give them that quality and give them a product that, that we can all be proud of at the end of the day. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. So let's talk about Chirapa specifically, this new four building development. High level, what's it like from you guys' perspective, Jeff and Ann, working with Journey through the specifics of the building process, through a time of very uncertain supply chain issues, even, I mean, this started back, like you were saying, towards the end of COVID. So, so many of these issues that have had to be overcome that are just in addition to the building process as a whole. What's that been like for you guys? And then Eric and Joe, what's it been like working on a project of this magnitude in the middle of downtown Sioux Falls? How is that from your perspective? When we were looking at this and they knew the railroad was finally going to get the switch shard out of there and the city was going to accomplish that, the Journey folks knew what we wanted to do as well was to get the design team and the construction team meeting with us as the developers right away. Mm. So this wasn't a matter of a vision then you go to your design team and they design it and then you go to your construction team and they try to build it. But if you can cut out some of the processes and get it started on the right track, get the construction folks and the design folks to talk a little bit because (laughs) that pre-planning and getting those team members together right away, Hmm. I think is the most critical thing and the critical path of anybody that gets involved in this process. And so I think that was a key as well as, again, what I give Journey tremendous credit for is obviously the costs and the difficulties building right now from a supply chain and all that. And basically to take that now and say, okay, what creative things can we do that will not compromise the quality, the look, the effect? So how am I going to overcome that? And that's the magic of of the Journey folks and Joe and, and Eric and all of the team that we work with. Yeah. And that's really what these folks did in spades mm. in a very difficult time. Yeah, definitely. Like you were saying, and this whole project just developed and and is even being constructed so quickly. It did. And when we were going into this project, and thankfully Journey did Rail Yard Flats as well. So so we all learned and and I think that they have just been so tremendously honest with Mm. us and really pushing us to make those decisions early. Yeah. Um so we don't have those problems. And I think their honesty in all aspects has just been wonderfully refreshing. Like, yeah, it's a tough time. Like you guys gotta make your decisions and (laughs) this, this, this and this, which sometimes is kind of hard. Yeah. And they keep us in line. They're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. And you can't forget the other thing is, is we like to be trailblazers. So Sharapa One was the first gold lead certified project in the state of South Dakota. That took creativity to build differently when it came down to it. Yeah. You now fast forward to Rail Yard Flats. It was the first mass timber frame structure mm-hmm. in the state of South Dakota. So they have to be creative enough to go along with that. Yeah. But that's setting that trend. And so we're also excited, but that makes it more challenging. And that really makes it important to have a good team. For sure. Yes. Yeah. And being on that cutting edge then gives you that much more experience for when the cutting edge is the norm, you know, that soon, hopefully, we'll have many, many more gold lead certified buildings in our community. But now it's like Journey's the pro at that. You, you, can, probably, you can probably set some standards because there isn't that much of it in the country mm-hmm. and we are on the cutting edge. Well, especially so. yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I'd say that part <laughs> has actually been challenging to keep the quality in the project, but I'm also pretty proud of the team because we were able to get the cost down quite a bit, but we didn't cut out 
mass timber. We didn't cut out some of those things that the team wanted. And as challenging as it was, it was fun to work through that stuff and come up with new solutions. When people are open to those changes, it makes it a lot more refreshing as well. Definitely. With a project of this magnitude, you're going to have challenges. Yeah. You know, every day there's going to be challenges. Mm-hmm. And the timing of how things go is so critical. So when you look at where the design's at compared to where construction is, to make sure you're uh, far enough ahead, but you're not too far ahead yep. to make sure that you don't lose time, right? Yeah. It's just kind of marrying those together. And every day it's an adjustment. And look at our team that we have together down there and putting together that quality. I mean, the team that we have down on the Sharapa project is just fantastic. I mean, yeah. and the ability to work together yep. when you have those four buildings going on, kind of putting sometimes your own um, needs behind somebody else's yeah. and looking at what's best for the project. Yeah. It's really been a, a fun challenge you know, to do. And when you look at the quality and know what Jeff is expecting and Ann's expecting, when you look at that, it's the accountability piece that mm-hmm. you really want to hold each other accountable to that and wanting to make sure that we hopefully exceed that expectation of what that looks like when it comes to the quality, when it comes to the project and looking at all the challenges that you faced throughout the project from day one and looking back of what you actually built. I think the team can be really proud of it. And it's it's a fun challenge to overcome. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's such a cool picture of even just the many different services and, and service departments that we've already talked about on this podcast, lean and safety and VDC, that these teams are coming in on the front end and trimming things down and streamlining processes and running clash detection models beforehand and and saving all this money up front and time and all of that, that really does enable then you guys to just do what you do best in the moment. I think that's just awesome. And Nathan, the thing that I've come out of learning about journey, this whole process of construction, being an insurance guy, not a developer historically is it's an orchestra. Mm-hmm. And these folks are the director of the orchestra. They're yeah. all, and they're, they not only have their own team members that are in the orchestra, but they have all these, you know, subs. Yeah. So really it is, and how you get a, a really good result, like you do when you go to concerts, is it's a really good director with yep. some very talented orchestra players, yeah. but it's that ability to organize something of a whole bunch of disparate parts, yeah. in a sense. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is about, and it's the best example I could give to people. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. I love that. Well, we're running out of time. I want to hit one more item for discussion because in the Chirapa One lobby, I saw this quote that you guys have written there, something along the lines of, we don't build buildings, we build community. Yeah, we're not into building buildings, we're into building communities. He exactly. said that by accident once. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That is gold. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that, that just so aligns with journey's mission of, I mean, it's almost verbatim, positively impacting lives by building community. And that's our mission as a company. That's the point of this podcast Mm -hmm. is highlighting those opportunities where we are providing more than just construction services, but really these community building aspects, whether it's within our company, with our own people, with our partners and building those relationships or the community that we live in and and we serve. I think that's just such a cool pairing, but I want you guys to elaborate on what that means to you guys. And then also from Eric and Joe, your perspective, bringing that same mission to this project. I think that comes back to the approach that he has always taken that now we have taken is 
that we're not in this like a typical developer. We're not doing this to continue to increase profits. Yeah. We're doing it because we take a different approach initially. Yeah. So we're like, we have to make something special here. And we want to have fun doing it. And we want to really make a difference. Yeah. So it does start with the reason why we're doing it. Mm. Community naturally comes of that. Whether we are renovating something, whether we are building something new, whether we're creating a really cool outdoor space, I think top of mind comes as to how do we create that feel? How do we create this community and make it feel like what we want it to feel? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's where it comes from. And it was a wonderful quote that yeah. was just said in discussion. <laughs> and I think that's usually where the good stuff comes from. Exactly. Well, right. and that means that you really live and breathe that. I mean, yeah. for it to not come out of like a brainstorming session for PR or whatever, but that's the way you operate, that that's the kind of language that you use day to day. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. For sure. It's worked for us. It's worked for the community. I know they said there was over a hundred million dollars worth of development that flowed off of kind of Sharapa being that starting point, yeah. you know, that spark when it comes down to it. And again, it really can make a difference, but it it's it really something that, that we take a lot of pride in and, and the community does recognize it. And that's why they come to the offices that we build. That's why they come to the retail areas. Yeah. It's all about the community. And and I think there's going to be some surprises in Sharapa too that we just can't wait to tell the community that is going to really make it exciting for them. A little teaser. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, what's fun for me is when I go into the project here and I walk down Reed Street, what's going to be, you know, next summer. You look at Reed Street and all the people that will be enjoying that. And then you look at the two buildings where all the people are going to be living and the courtyard that you had a vision for and ISU developed and, and designed. There's just going to be so much community just within that one block yeah, area. Yeah. And just to be able to walk when it's finished and remember back of what it was like before it started that way. And then to see where it's at. I mean, that's one of the most exciting things when you're looking at building community. I mean, it's a community that was built from scratch yeah. and what it's going to look like is, is just a fun thing to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah. I was actually standing on eighth floor last Friday and uh, just seeing all the, the different workers that were out there working on Friday mm. and just the impact that it makes to them and their families to be able to work on it. You know, I have a little kid who at the end of projects wants to walk through it and yeah. very proud to be a part of those projects where they benefit the communities, whether it's hospitals, schools, yeah. or this development, you know, those, those are the most rewarding and the most impactful that you really feel good about at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, any given time here this summer, we'll probably have 400 plus workers on there, you know, <sighs> and you think about each person that's working on there has a family, has friends yeah. that they're talking to it about mm -hmm. and that they can share that with. And just that sense of pride of ownership that they had a piece of that yeah. just goes beyond just the end product, but the journey along the way to get there, I think is mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we're the name journey construction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well done. <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, thank you so much for coming and talking about this. That's exactly the purpose of this podcast, to highlight those aspects of building community in so many different ways, whether it's on a job site or the result of a job. We're constantly building community, and we love that. That's what we're all about. So thank you for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Please remember to follow and share this podcast. That helps us and it helps you stay up to date on new episodes that come out. Journey Group's mission is to positively impact lives by building community. And it's a joy to partner with people who have that same mission. So join us again next time as we continue to explore what it means to do 
more than construction. Thanks for listening.